everybody, and welcome to another episode of Entrepreneurs Taking Action. I am here today with Dan Hafner, who has so graciously agreed to give us a test on our first coaching podcast episode today. Dan is the CEO of Dapper Mobile Apps, and this is going to be really exciting. So thank you for coming in today, Dan. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, I'm really excited to go through this. When we Before we got recording, uh, we were talking about this, so I'm um, I'm a little more on edge for for this podcast, but I'm excited. Let's go. I'm excited too. I was poking through all of your stuff before we got on and it's really cool. So like, let's start with that a little bit. Tell us about your business. I know you make mobile apps for people, but it's more than that, right? Like you're doing stuff for coaches and things. What do you do? Why, why you, why are you better? Yeah. So I got into the, the mobile and really web app development as well too, uh, space, um, kind of by accident, honestly. Um, I kind of just had this entrepreneurial bug for a long time. Uh, I was traveling around with my wife and got really hard to hold down a job when you never live in one place for a long time. Um, but I had, I had an app idea, right? And I just really wanted to, I just like something grabbed a hold of me and I was like, I, I really need to make this a thing. So I started looking into it, found out that learning how to code is actually not my cup of tea at all. It's not <laughs> fun. <laughs> it lasted like a couple of days. Um, so I was like, well, I'll just go hire someone. And then I looked into that route and it was just like way too expensive, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was like, hmm, interesting. So long story short, I found these tools out there called no code or low code tools, yep. which allow you to do app development without having to know how to code. It's incredible. I mean, I must have tried to build my app in like 30 different platforms. Like I would always just jump onto the next one, the next free trial, the next free trial one. You know what I mean? Um, and in doing that, I finally found one that fit what I wanted to do. And as I was doing my podcast, as I was engaging with people, I started telling people about kind of what I had done. They started seeing my app and they're like, do you think you could build something like that for me? I was like, sure. So I just kind of dove into it as like a freelancing thing. And it's funny because I, I, I found this niche out there. There's there's all these people that want apps. There's all these people who find these no-code builder tools. Yeah. And even though it's easy, it's easier, quote unquote, it still takes a lot to master. It still takes a lot to figure out because there's a lot of strategic thought, a lot of logical thought that goes into this stuff. So what I did was, was I said, well, hey, if you're going to do that, why not just hire me? I've already like failed 100 times in figuring all this out. <laughs> And that's kind of where I came in as a like almost like a consultant slash coach of like, hey, I'll help you get to nail your app idea, figure it out, actually build it, and then launch it and market it and make it successful. Uh, because there's 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 a ton of do it yourself things out there, but as you as you and I know, you can buy courses, you can buy all this stuff, and never yep. do anything with it. So I was like, well, what if I provided a service to people to actually coach them through to actually get them to take action and make this thing real? And that's really where I differentiated myself. I mean, I think that's relatable in almost any industry. Like I did the same thing. I like started and failed a whole bunch of times, made websites and stuff like that. And everybody kept asking me like, oh, with all these new website, newfangled things you can build your own, are people still going to want developers? It's like, yes, because the strategy piece, you can fight your way yeah. through it, but the strategy piece, like it takes some expertise to build that up. And it's like, I love that. It's like the typical superpowers into sales kind of scenario, right? Like you you have this superpower for something, you have this really good idea, you have this entrepreneurial drive, and you kept working at it until you figured out into something. Now, I know I saw on your website that you're targeting like coaches and consultants and things like that. How does that 
how did you end up in that niche? Why did you end up in that niche? And how does apps work for them? Like apps make sense for things like restaurants and stuff, right? Like we all use apps to order our food now because you get free food and you don't have to talk to the human in the speaker, which is great. But like for coaches and consultants, how does that play in? That's a very, that's a very good point. Um, so there's, it actually came about as, like I said, when I was uh, doing my podcast, I was talking with a lot of coaches and consultants and, and kind of around that world. Um, and that's kind of how I got into it. And I started to realize, hmm, I mean, these people have a ton of content. They have a ton of community. They have tons of assets and they're all really kind of just trying to clamor on social media for the same people in the mm -hmm. same noise, right? Um, and that's kind of how this idea was born, right? It was because there's the, the same thing. I love what you said about the restaurant um, analogy as well. Um, because you could technically, if you really wanted to, you could hire a coach without ever actually speaking to them, right? Um, there's a very popular, uh, very, very well-known coach out there. If you've ever heard of him, his name is Brendan Burchard, yeah. right? He's almost like a Tony Robbins type of guy. Um, they literally built their own app. It's called Growth Day, right? You can, you can coach and you can work with Brendan and never have met the guy. You can, I mean, you can subscribe to his thing. You can go through all kinds of cool stuff. They have a ton of awesome offers in there. And I was like, what if we could do this for other people? Like, that's incredible because just like you said, like everyone has their superpower. Everyone has this stuff that they're trying to sell, that they're trying to help people with. And if you could bottle all that into one place, that's your own thing that you don't just like throw on Facebook and you don't really own the rights to anymore. Um, that's a powerful thing. You know what I mean? Like that's, that gives you control. That gives you a marketing tool that gives you just your all in one piece that you need to be able to be like, Hey, you know what? Like I can go and grow this thing and, and it's under my control. Right. I love that. I love that so much. If there's so much power in that, that's so exciting. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay nerding out a little bit on that because I think it's amazing. This is one of the things that I absolutely love too, because we get to meet what I like to call hidden experts. And I know one of the things that you've struggled with is this is really awesome, but how do you get other people to understand that this is really awesome, right? Like there's a messaging component to that where it's like, if you go to your website, which I did, there's lots of cool stuff there, but it doesn't have the same vibes as what I just got from you in a conversation in like, what, five minutes here that we've been talking, five, six yeah. minutes. And it's like, it's just so much more powerful. This is what I call hidden experts because like there is so much awesome sauce there that I had to talk to you to get it. So that's where you have a messaging issue. Right, I'm going to actually pull your website back up. So I have it over here beside me. So it's like, it's funny. This, you... Like video on here, which is cool. And then this cool little acronym for audience promotion profit for app, which is neat, but it's fluffy. It's like, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny you bring all that up because I've literally been, um, I'm not a website guy. I like, I'm, I'm, I actually was, I heard a good term, uh, the other day, someone called it, uh, design impaired. Uh, that, that is, that is me. I am, I am design impaired. It's, it's funny. Like I was actually literally just working with a client before I got on here and she was like, can we like change some of the fonts and like the, the, colors on here and i was like yeah sure we can make it whatever you want to be and like it was almost like the the woman's like touch and like kind of things to her app you know um 
because I mean, I've been trying to, to rebrand and re-message that kind of stuff. Um, but as you can tell, it's it's been hard. You know what I mean? Like you said, it is fluffy. It's um, it's it's just hard to nail down. Well, and sometimes. it's hard to do it for ourselves. So it's like as much as I'm good at yeah. like copy and branding and messaging, when I go to do it for me, it is terrible and it takes me an exorbitant amount of time. I stared at my own homepage when I just got done redoing my site just not that long ago, a few weeks ago. And I worked on my own homepage for like three hours. I can spit out somebody else's homepage in like 30, 45 minutes. Like it's just boom, here yeah. we go. And we got it. Like talk to you, get your awesome sauce out of you and then like turn it into, and it works, but it's so much harder to do it for yourself. Like so, so, so much harder to do it for yourself because you're in your own head, right? It's really hard to think about like, okay, well, I'm way over here. I'm like level 10 on why apps are amazing. And your clients are over here on like level one. Like I use apps to order food. Why would my clients want one more app on their phone? And like, you've dug into that. You're like, okay. And I love, so like, I like to think of building a business as like building a city. When you've got a city that you're in charge of, you've got people that work there. You've got people that visit there. You've got new buildings you're building. You've got places that are under construction to fix the potholes. You've got to have really clear signage. You've got to make it really easy for people to find you. You've got to make it really easy to get them to want to come in. You've got to have your library where your content lives. You've got to have your convention center where people can congregate and you can teach. Like if you start thinking about it like a city, everybody starts coming up with their own analogies. They're like, oh yeah, well this would be that. And this would be that. And our referral yeah. program is like having a private airport that they can like land in and come out of, or people can bring their like VIP guest in. People start coming up with all kinds of cool things. And essentially, when you start talking about apps, it's your whole city in an app. It's your whole city in one little icon on a phone. They can access everything yeah. about you. So it's like they're one push away from engaging with everything awesome that you have to offer. But can you imagine that as a website headline, like right at the top? Your clients are one push away from everything that you have to offer as a coach. That is really good. I've <laughs> I've always said that, you know, like I've always, you know, cause people are like, well, what's, what's the benefit of it? And what, and there's just so many different, different things, but that's true that, that, you know, not a lot of people just have a website chilling on their phone. Yeah. You know, well, even it's if full people apps, like coaches have websites, know? they don't have all of the other stuff, right? There's usually like a website, there's a Facebook group, there's a Slack channel, there's email, there's texting, there like, how to like get in touch with their world is like if you were standing in the middle of the city and you had to walk two blocks over to that one and three blocks over to that one and two blocks down and to the right on the left and in the basement of that building. And it's like, that's how we're making people navigate to interact with us. You're simplifying that down to there's one button push. And it's like, I think when we offer something that has either lots of different services, because I know you've got lots of different ways for people to even interact with you on your website. Like, you had all this stuff from like masterminds to uh, DIY stuff to sponsoring you to getting your own app. So there's like all these different ways that people can work for you. And what happens is I don't know which one I need to push. Yeah. So it's like if you really can simplify that down drastically into book a consultation, let me tell you, like, let me just get on the phone with me for like 15 minutes. Let me tell you which one of my things. And we all know that if somebody would just talk to me for 15 minutes, 
I can tell them what they need. I can tell them which of my things for where they're at. So there's a lot of different ways to do that. One of my favorites is a quiz. I love quiz funnels. Absolutely love quiz it's funnels. Funny. It's funny you say that there is, there should be one on there. Um, I think there I should be a button on here. It says start quiz. Yeah. I did um, see it and now I don't know where I, I saw it. There it is. Okay, I think it's more up. towards the top. Yeah. One and and I, I honestly, I to start. Take this just updated that like the other day. So I don't even know if it's truly working, <laughs> to be honest see, with but you. What I don't like about that is, okay, so thinking about an app and want to see if it's right for you. The challenge with that is they have to know that they want to think about an app. Right. And so you're in front mm. of a lot of people who have never even thought about an app. Yeah. So a not, simple tweak not is even like want one and not sure aware. where to start. Yeah, it's like if you tweak that around to like, would an app help you grow your business? Take this yeah. quiz and find out. The questions are probably identical. Being like being totally honest, like, but just that simple change in the quiz title, like, can an app help you instead of oh, you want an app, but where do you start? So that makes sense. I haven't went through all That's the questions, good. but I feel like. That simple little change, because like, well, I hadn't mm. thought about an That's app, good. and like, you're obviously putting out lots of marketing and things like that. You're on podcast. You're telling people why they should have an app, and it's like, oh, maybe I'm not sure. But my business is different. Yeah. My business is unique. Mm. You know, everybody's always got yeah. their like, I'm so unique and so different thing. Even though most businesses are really yeah. not personality. No, that's. Are, but- that's good. I, I, that reminds me of something I heard a couple of weeks ago that I clearly had forgotten about, but it was, it was problem aware versus solution aware. Yep. Right. So like if, if someone's aware of like the problems, they always talk about market to the problems, right. Or the pain. So if I'm, you know, if I'm marketing into like, Hey, you're just putting endless stuff out there on social media, you're just doing whatever. Like no one would really link that to, oh, an app helps solve that problem. Yeah. Right. But then, like you said, that's where that quiz comes in of like, hey, would an app help you? And then it's like, oh, yeah, I see where this helps me solve those problems that I'm having. But the solution aware stuff, I feel like is people, like you said, who've who've maybe already thought about this and they're looking into other solutions or they've Googled yeah, it's a lot easier to sell someone stuff. who's like, I want an app. Now tell me about your process for building one. That's a whole different market. Yeah, that's definitely a problem right. or a solution aware. They've already decided an app as a solution. Most of your market, because you're going for coaches and consultants, and apps for coaches and consultants are not a really common thing. It's like, you know, yeah. some very specific examples where you've seen some. And where you've had like clients that have worked with you and you've built them. And so like you've got lots of case studies and things that you can share out to educate people on like here's some particular scenarios where an app can work. But yeah, you're absolutely right. They're not, they're still like, you know, not even problem aware in some cases. And it's like, cause yeah. like this is status quo. And so like, I'm just trying to think of the name of it and it just totally escaped me. There's actually a step before problem aware where you actually have to wake them up. Like they're totally asleep to this because it's so normal, right? Like if you're a coach and you're a consultant, it is so normal to have a website, to have a Facebook group, to have like a Kajabi where you've got people with like your courses and your membership areas. So it's like your course and membership areas in one place, your website's in another place, your community building aspects in another place, 
your one-on-one support with your current clients is in a totally different place. And this is just normal. Like it's just accepted. This is just how this is. So you almost have to wake them up to like, okay, yes, but it doesn't have to be. And like, Mm, oh, I have a problem that I didn't even realize I had. Well, crap. That's really good. You have to make them problem aware, right? (laughs) Now they're like, okay, well, I mean, how do I solve that? Like I talk to people all the time. That's one of their issues as a coach is trying to connect their systems. So like they're overusing Zapier. Like, you know, are you trying to connect everything with Zapier? Like there's a better way, you know, put it all in an app. Just create an app. Have membership levels inside your app. If you're just on the free community, here's all your blogs. Here's your social links. Here's your whatever. You know, you know more about the details on that kind of stuff than I do. But yeah, I mean, you kind of have two challenges. So some of your marketing has to actually make them problem aware. And then some of your marketing has to make them solution aware. Yeah, I really like what you're saying. And, I, and I've noticed that in in sales calls, you know, of, of people who have come to me and they're clearly, they might have Canva stuff already drafted up of like, you know, screenshots and the flow <laughs> of how it would look. Um, those are almost 100% people who are going to like sign up when I, you know, tell them about the price and like what it does and how it works. And they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, but the people who just kind of come and that are, that I either I've reached out to or have opted into something for free, um, they're tougher sells. They're tougher sells because they're not solution aware. They still there's there's still that that link I have I've failed to make between the problem they're having and how the app that I can give them solves that problem. There's that bridge, that gap that that's harder to bridge right there. If they're just already like, yeah, I know, like this is the, I think this would help me. Then boom, here you go. Right. Yeah. So that's good. That's oh. There's two tools that I love that kind of helps with some of that. So digital marketer has something called a before after grid. So it's like, if you even just Google before after grid digital marketer, there's whole, they've got some, they're obviously good at marketing. So there's marketing out there. You can get the before after grid, but the whole like gist of it is you look at where someone is now and then where someone would be after they have your app and you look at kind of what's going on. Like, what do they have right now? They have a website, they have a Kajabi, they have a Facebook group, they have a whatever. After they have you, what do they have? Well, they have an app. They don't have to maintain all this other stuff. They have an app. So that's gotten better. How do they feel about it? Right? So it's like, what are their feelings towards what they have now? And because some of your audience doesn't know that this is like, this is just normal. So they probably feel like they're having to bounce around a lot. Like their audience is disconnected. They spend a lot of time like repeat messaging to different sections of their audience. What do they have after working with you? One place to go to speak to everybody. Right. So like that's a cool benefit. You look at a day in their life. How do they spend their life right now? And how would they spend their life after they have your app? Like what does a day in their life look like before and after? So it's a really cool little exercise. You even look at like how would they label themselves? like disorganized beginner or like authoritative coach or consultant, like which playing field are they playing on? You know what I mean? And it gets you to think about things a little bit differently. Like Ryan Dice does this example of like a lawn mowing company and he does that same before after grid. And you're looking at, well, what do they have before they hire landscapers to make them mow their lawn? Well, they have a yard that needs mowed. How they feel about it? Well, it doesn't make them feel good, obviously, right? They can mow the yard. 
what do they have afterwards? Well, they get their Saturdays back. They don't have a clean, well-manicured lawn. They have their Saturdays back. And so it makes you think about your messaging a little bit different. So I think that one is a really cool exercise that is very applicable in the situation. Because it's like, it's not about the app. It's about what the app gives them. When they have an app, what does that yeah. do for them as a coach? How does that change their life? How does it change their day-to-day? -day? How does it change their positioning in the marketplace? A very competitive marketplace against other coaches. Right? When there's like a thousand other people someone could hire that do the exact same thing that you do, even a little bit of friction in the process is painful. Yeah. You know, you were talking about the app that mm. Brendan Burchard had, and it's like how cool that is. You don't even have to meet with him to be able to get coached by him. And we live in a very busy world. I mean, like me and you both have been in like calls all day long, right up until this. It's like on the flip side of that, if you're the coach, you're not having to meet with people and you're still able to deliver value. You got your day back. Yeah. You've got freedom. You got like some of that needs to come through in your messaging. And then the other thing that I like is story brands. Like uh, I think it's mystorybrand.com. And there's also building a story brand, the book and marketing made simple, the book and lots of good things there. But the gist of it is you have a character who has a problem and meets a guide who gives them a plan and calls them to action that results in either success or failure. That's the whole big thing. You're the guide in their story. You're Yoda. You know, you're not Luke, you're Yoda. Your client is Luke. You know, how do you, you're, you're Dumbledore, they're Harry Potter, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, that they have things that they're coming up against. They're having to fight the dark Lord. They're having to, you know, do homework. They're having to, and you've got to be the one that helps them get to the end. So it makes you think about your messaging in a slightly different way. Like, cause it's not, Hey, look, I am awesome. Apps are awesome. I'm fantastic. It's like, Hey, you're awesome. But this thing is keeping you from being as awesome as you could be. And I'd like to help you get that out of your way. Can I move that for you and let you take that next step? So it changes your messaging. Excited I am. Um, <laughs> when you when you said I was so Yoda, perfect. I was like, ooh, that's cool. Um, no, <laughs> that was, that was that. awesome. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I've said that same uh, thing so many times. Nobody's ever actually done the Yoda voice. That made my day. That is awesome. Oh man, this is so much fun. Um, no, that's really cool. I mean, I, I, the whole time you were talking about that, I was thinking, oh, it's just stuff that stuff that I hear, and I just it, it's 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 almost like in one ear and out the other, and I really need to stop that because I know there's there's always this old this old saying, right? People don't buy a drill bit because they want a drill bit. They want to buy a drill bit because they want a hole. They Wrong. Want something I disagree with that saying. There, yes, they want the thing on the wall. They don't want the hole. I hate that saying. People don't want the drill. Yeah, bit. I do. I hole. too. I was. It's not the hole. I was it's just going to say that. Yeah, you want you want something hung up on your wall. And then exactly. you can even yeah, take so. that the next level. You want your wife to quit nagging you to hang the thing on the wall. <sighs> yeah. Right. Like I that's that the next the level, yeah. right? Yeah. My husband. Is, yeah, that's the next level. Supposed to hang up that. all the time, right? But it's like if you can get to um, that next level, and that's a really cool exercise. Ryan Dutch uses that one a lot. I think he even got it from somewhere else, where it's like the series of whys. You just keep asking why. Like, oh, you want a drill? Why? Because you want a hole. Like, okay, the why do you want a hole? Like, oh well, because I need to hang a picture. Why do you want to hang a picture? Because my wife told me to hang the picture, or she's going to divorce me. There you go. Now, if I sell a picture hanging like the, kit, buy the picture hanging kit so your wife won't divorce you and you can hang a picture in two seconds. 
or the picture hanging it's like it's so good your wife thing. can hang it herself you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like the two-year-old exercise like why 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 yep. why but it ends Why? up uncovering some really powerful messaging. The only thing you have to watch for on the flip side of that is to not get too cutesy, you know, because it's like you don't want to turn off like part of your actual target market. You should still be niched into exactly who you want to work with, like coaches and consultants. You might even have a slightly narrower niche, like coaches and consultants that are striving to build a community because like that's where the app gets really powerful, right? So when you have like that community aspect, I'm assuming it's still good just for them to work one-on-one with their clients. But from what you told me before, it sounds like it's really powerful. They're trying to build a community. So they've got like a mastermind group or a group coaching cohort or something like that, where it might actually make a little bit more sense. So putting content out for those specific scenarios, like how an app can help you grow your like mastermind group or how an app can help you with your small group coaching programs. Or like you could put out a lot of content around those things that could get people to come in and be like, oh, and then by the way, apps also can help you with do, 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 do take the quiz to see if an app is a good fit for your business. Yeah. You know, now it starts connecting and making sense. Interesting. Very cool. So let me, so let me ask you this. You actually, um, and maybe this was a flawed thought that I had had before. So, so my, my website, just like my digital footprint, right? So like, the messaging aside with it, I mean, it's really good. I'm, I'm loving everything you're saying about it. Um, I'm interested what you think as far as, so a lot of my website, if you click, you know, you said you didn't know what to click on. Um, and that, that was kind of part of my rebuild of it was to kind of put out all of these things that I had built in isolated funnels into that app, right? Like there's a, there's a way you can apply for my mastermind. There's a way you can get like an on-demand course. There's a, a DIY thing. There's our app that you can download. There's all these different things. So do you still think a website should function better to just have one outcome to really be a funnel? Like you said, like a book, a consult, or is it okay for me to list all that stuff on there? There's a difference between like the website and a whole as a whole and then an individual page. An individual page should only ever have one primary call to action. So like even when you like start listing your individual services, like you've got like three different pathways, you have to tell them why. Like if you're this person trying to do this thing, here's your pathway. And then I think it's always good to keep a are you not sure what to click option which is usually like a discovery call or a quiz or something like that, but you're repeating it all the way down the page. Like if you check out my site, when you go to the homepage, it's like book a discovery call, book a discovery call, book a discovery call. Here's some like, if you know you're one of these go here, but if you're not sure, book a discovery call, discovery call, discovery call. The only other like option that we give is at the very bottom of the page, take the quiz. Like if you want to discover like what type of expert you are and what like some good next steps are, take the quiz. And that's only because they've made it to the bottom of the page. And I've thrown this action at them like 10 times. They still haven't taken it. Here's another thing you can do just to try by the time they get to the bottom of the page. But like if you're on an individual page, like your mastermind, you're not going to say book a discovery call, right? You're going to be like, sign up for the mastermind. If it's a course, it's going to be by the course, but it's still going to be one action, like all the way down that page over and over again. Okay. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, like on your website and like the top right, which is like your primo default call to action, you've got sign up. I don't know for what. 
Yeah. So I'm not going to click it because it's like, I don't know what's going to happen when I click that button. There's like a sense of dread with buttons for like, there's nothing we can't go back from. Right. But there's always that moment of like, let me go look at the rest of the page. Look at the rest of the page. You know, where it's like, you just don't, I don't know what's going to happen when I click it. So I don't want to click it. So to get people to click the button, we have to explain why, like sign up for the whatever, sign up for the mastermind, join the Facebook group, request a consultation, book a discovery call, do it like, like if I click a book a discovery call button, I'm expecting a calendar. I'm pretty confident there's a calendar on the other side of book a discovery call. But like, sign up could be anything. Am I about to have to pay you money? Am I about to sign up for like a 12 month program at like $5,000 a month? Or am I like signing up for your newsletter? Like, I don't know what that is. So clarity on that button and making sure that like we make it clear all the way down the page. Cause like just your homepage, we've got sign up, start the quiz, but like what the quiz is, is kind of buried in with the rest of the header. So it's like, if I just see start quiz, I'm like quiz for what? Hang on. And then I have to back up and go up. And then we've got get a blueprint, join here for I don't know what, apply today, listen on Spotify. So sponsor you by listening on Spotify. Request a call, check it out, sort eight. Submit your app idea, nine. That one's repeated again. Portfolio, 10. Request a call, 11. Let's create amazing things together. Start today. I don't know what that would do. So there's 12 calls to action on your homepage. Nice. It's way too many. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you count them like that, everybody says that's way too many. But when you're building it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, and that's that's true. I mean, I I, that was kind of the the school of thought I had subscribed to. But I, you know, I definitely when you I see someone like you pointed out, I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely messed that one up. But but that's okay. But like that's always been a an Achilles heel of mine. Also, has been copy. Um, (laughs) That's just always been something I feel like a lot of people struggle with too. It's just find like you like when i hear you talk i'm like yeah you got, you got the right <laughs> words why can't i think of that stuff you know what i mean um so do you have any do you have any like tips or strategies or helpful things for like i feel like i'm the interviewer now but like for for copy as far as all that goes well i mean if you notice like i didn't give it to you so the little bit of copy that you know we've we've come up with on this call you gave it to me it's in your head I pulled it out. I asked questions, but you explained to me what apps do for your customers and how it helps them and how it benefits them. So all the copy is in your head. You just need to explain it as simply as what you just explained it to me. So one of the coolest things that you can do, especially in a world of Zoom, Zoom made our lives so much easier when it comes to copywriting our own copy. Go back and look at your meetings with clients. Go watch your own recordings. Go see what came out of your own mouth. Go look at the questions that you got asked and how you answered the questions. And the moment when the client went, huh, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for whatever you were saying around that moment where you saw that client go, I like it. Because we all, we know, right? Like when you're doing sales, we know, we know when we've got the client, we know when it's clicked, we know when we've connected it properly. We know, we know you've seen it. And when you can go back and watch your own recordings and look at that happen, then you start getting your messaging. Something that you said in that moment and the way you said it clicked. 
And like yeah. you can go compile a list of all the questions that you get asked and turn that into an FAQ section, which is great for objection handling across your entire website. Like you need some form of way to like handle objections and FAQs are great. How much does it cost? How long does it take? Don't be afraid to answer those questions, even if it's a range. And even if the answer is it depends, say, well, it depends on what? Like apps could be anywhere from X to X and it can be a big range. I mean, it could be like, oh, it could be anywhere from like, a thousand to ten thousand dollars depending on if you just want like this or you want but do 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 and now you've also gotten a chance to explain everything that can go in an app right without listing it all on a boring here's everything that can go in an app section you've connected mm -hmm. it to a question that they care about that's one of the simplest tricks when it comes to actually like building out your website pages i love marketing made simple from uh, donald miller like it literally gives you a blueprint. You can either do it in the Business Made Simple course that he's got and um, Business Made Simple University online. It's like 300 bucks a year. There's a course and like a PDF workbook that you can go through, but it literally breaks down section by section by section on a website what they're for. Like the hero section, the top part of your page, the very first little chunk has to say, like it has to pass the grunt test. What is it? How does it make my life better? How do I get it? So like, what is, what is an app? I think most people know what it is, but you could say it really quickly. Like you do mobile app development for coaches and consultants. That's what it is. That's what you do. And you say, how does it make my life better? So that you can connect with your clients in one spot without having to bounce between multiple different applications and create a much better experience for your clients. Oh, okay. That's cool. How do I get it? Book a discovery call. Let's talk about your specific scenario and what we can offer you that would give you the best outcome. Like boom, grunt test done, good to go. And he does that for like each little section. So like between your own words that you've said to people that bought your stuff and that blueprint, you can do it yourself. Hmm. And of course there's, you know, you can hire me to do it for you. Cause like, you know, shameless plug, but yeah, that's the, the DIY option. I'm very glad we decided to go with the coaching option because um, this has been really, really fun. This is really good stuff. <laughs> oh, I love I love talking about stuff like this. It's just really I could I could probably we could be on here for hours. Oh, yeah. Um, Easy. Mm, thank you so much. This is this is really cool. Well, is there anything else that I can help you with? I know we've been going for about 30 minutes or so. I'm happy to go longer, but is there anything specific that you'd like to ask or get some help with? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I guess the other, the other piece of my business that, I mean, we can just make this a, a little quicker one or something, but I don't want to like open up another 30 minute can of worms <laughs> or anything, but, um, so a big, a big piece of where I've been getting tripped up lately has been in fulfillment, um, has been in almost having too much work to go around and, you know, not, not wanting to outsource, not, uh, not feeling like I can afford to outsource. Um, so do you, do you have any experience or any not any awesome wisdom that you can that you can drop inside of there um, as yep. far as, you know, what you tell people or how that all works? The easiest thing to do for most people, if you haven't outsourced or hired before, is to start doing dealing with your processes and your systems. 
So start taking everything that you do and just keeping like a notepad besides you and saying like, okay, I'm sitting down to do this task. I'm going to document what it took me to do this task. And there's like, there's lots of fancy tools that you can use. You can use a loom video, you can whatever, but the gist of it is just to get down your steps and start really becoming aware of where the repetition is. Because like, you don't necessarily have to outsource the big stuff to people. You can get a VA for like really cheaply, even an overseas VA to start helping you with the very tiny bits and pieces. Like maybe they're only facilitating 20% of what it takes to fulfill something, but that's 20% you're not having to do anymore. And you can outsource those tasks at a much cheaper rate than you can like at getting a developer or getting somebody else. But it starts building up that muscle because like when we start hiring like either outsource staff or internal staff, the biggest thing that trips everybody up is processes because it's like, to you, it's so intuitive. You don't really have to think about it anymore. Like you might have some checklists and stuff for things that you know you keep forgetting to do a step and it keeps coming back to bite you. So you may have started making little checklists, but not something that's robust enough that you could hand it to someone else and say, hey, can you help me with this? Like you can even get like high school kids and college kids that are trying to learn app development because there's a lot of them to come help you with like some of these little tasks for next to nothing or as an intern, even like it's crazy what's possible. So hiring people's, I'm not saying that you should underpay people because like, that's not the goal. You probably need to increase your prices because everybody needs to increase their prices ever. Always. I don't think I ever talked to anybody who's pricing where they should be because like you have to do, like you have to spend money and time on marketing. You're going to have to hire people. That's going to involve time spent managing people. That's going to involve time spent, you know, Like if you're hiring actual internal people, you're going to have benefits administration, you're going to have payroll costs, you're going to have like paid vacations. So it's like, you're going to have to charge more. So it's good to start working up to that. But the processes, processes are where everybody falls apart because they always hire people. Like I just keep hiring people who just don't get it. They don't understand. And like, they don't care. You know, it's like great if you can create a culture where everybody's just as excited about your business and the result you're getting for your clients where you as you are. That's great. That's the goal. That's not reality most of the time. Most people are there because money equals food and people like to eat. You know, they're working for you because they want to eat. They don't care that much. I mean, that sounds really like rough, but you have to think about it that way in terms of like the processes have to be easy for them to follow. Does that help? I felt like I was a little bit of a soapbox. No, no, it does. It does. I had I had done a lot of that um, before I guess I, I did start developing that muscle and then I stopped. So, um, <laughs> because really I, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, well, cause I, you know, I got caught up in like priorities. I was like, well, I just, I just need to get this, just, I'll just get this done. I'll do, I'll just, I'll just figure this out. I'll just do it and kind of set that aside. And I could really kick myself for, for doing that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but no, that's that's really good. I've always I've always kind of known that, and I I know I, I mean I see it in in a lot of businesses, a lot of biz- people I work with too, is they have so much, so many of those processes and systems in their head, and that's what scares me too. Is is yeah. if something happened to me, like no one would even know how to step in and like do all this stuff. So I'm like, oh gosh, I really need to figure this out. We started so, using no, a was, tool called really Guru. It's at getguru.com. And that helped us a lot. Like for me, it was so easy to use and the team loves it. So it's like, that was another tricky part that I had is every time I tried to do process documentation, my team didn't like the way that I did process documentation. 
it was too hard to find. It was too tricky to get, you know, organized. It was, mm -hmm. and that's literally what Guru does, but it's so easy for me. I just have it pinned to like the bottom of my computer. And every time I'm doing something new or I'm trying to get a new process off of me and onto somebody on my team, I just pop it up, type it out, and then they can search it. It's tagged, it's organized, it's sorted. It's, they can, we even put our entire company handbook in there. And like it connects with everything. Like we're in Slack and I can just be like forward slash guru, like holiday schedule. Here you go. Like, are we, are we open on Memorial Day? Guru holiday schedule. And like, I don't have to, I don't know. Go look. I gave it to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that made it really easy. It's like, it was, it was intuitive for me to get it out of my head, but the team also loved it. So that could be a cool little just tech tip to start working with and you cool. can share it with them on different levels. So if you've just got like a, a VA helping you with a specific project or something like that, then VAs are multi-talented nowadays. They're not just like a check your email kind of thing. Like you can, VAs can do pretty much anything that you give them a checklist to do. Most of them nowadays, yeah. if you've got it detailed out in the checklist, it's pretty easy to bring someone else in to work with you. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you. This has been really cool. Um, especially the messaging piece that was, it's always good to, to hash this stuff out again. Um, like you said, it's so easy to do it inside of somebody else's. It's hard to do it inside of your own. Yeah. Um, and it can be helpful no, if you've got a really, really good fun. client, like bring them in. I mean, that was one of the coolest things I did for mine <clears throat> that before after grid that I was telling you about, I actually got one of my favorite clients to sit down and fill that out with me. And that like mm -hmm. influenced a lot of my messaging because she was able to tell me where she got the value and what, you know, how she felt about the transformation and how, like, I got words and language from her that I never would have thought of on my own. So it's like, if you've got a client that you just really like got on with and you don't really have a problem going to them and saying like, Hey, I'm trying to work on growing my own business. Can you help me with something? Can you get on a call with me for like 30 minutes? And you pull that little before after grid up and you just walk through it together. Like some of the messaging that you need, they're going to give you things that you never would have thought of. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. This has been so much fun. This is exciting. I hope it's helped. Thankful I am. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to do one more Yoda voice just because it went, went over so well the first time. Uh, no, thank you. I really appreciate, um, appreciate you having me on. I'm glad I, I didn't chicken out and, and went for the, went for the coaching <laughs> session. So I'm glad you didn't either. Cause awesome. I think it's really cool. Cause we've got a lot of coaches and consultants in our audience. So I think learning more about mobile apps too, as well was really helpful for them. The website may be confusing yeah. guys, but it's at dappermobileapps.com. And there is one of the multitude of buttons on there that will let you talk to Dan and get some help. So don't let some of the confusion we talked about today stop you. Cause I, I th I'm really excited. I think the apps thing is really cool. I can see where that would solve so many problems that so many coaches have. And I mean, having access to your coach with like a button on your phone, like, Ooh, I love it. And for the coaches that are like, I don't want people to get that easy of access to me. Holy crap. They can have easy access to your assistant who is monitoring the things in your app. It will tell you if you need to pay attention. That works too. So I, I'm really excited. I love that we get to share that with our audience and like help you along the way. But I think that was really cool. So thank you so much. Thank you. And hopefully by the time this airs, we'll have updated the website. So it'll be better. So I'll, I'll make that my mission. <laughs> I'm going to have to go stalk it. You'll have to let me know. 
That's funny. Thank you again, Christine. I really appreciate it. Uh, definitely. Thank you. Until next time, guys. Bye.